Making a cake, like you're not gonna open the box. Poof! There's a cake. You have to, you have to put in the flour. Actually, do things. This is great because, like, it kind of you hop around the Bible and read. You know, you learn where things are. Like my Bible is every week gets a little more pink because I like pink highlighters. So because it really makes the black stand out. <clears throat> so, anyways, I'll probably have a pink Bible here. Uh, this is what they should do is just put print Bible print on like neon pages. Right. <laughs> you know? Man, especially for guys who have like lousy vision. glasses. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna get any better. We both know that. So <laughs> anyways. <clears throat> All right, so here we go. Lesson one. Uh, it's titled The Father, God's Gift of Life to Me. Is God really my Heavenly Father? Can I really know that I have eternal life and forgiveness? Well, there's a memory verse here. Uh, Matthew 7, 11. I know I was talking about jumping around the Bible, but I am going to cheat and use that app on my phone because it's way faster than I supposed to be on this. We'll see. <clears throat> so here we go. Matthew chapter 7 verse 11. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So you're like, what the heck? What's that? It's just the Bible verse. It'll explain itself as we go. So the key thought for the week, by confessing my sin and becoming a follower. Oh, you know what? I totally, I totally read that backwards. <laughs> See, I screwed up already. <laughs> Matthew 7. I want Matthew 11, verse 7. Ah, oh, okay. Amen. I kind of thought that it makes sense. All right, whatever. All right, now we chapter 7, verse 11. My bad. This will make way more sense, I think. Chapter 7, verse 11. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask. That's a better. Yeah, right. um, <clears throat> <laughs> let's talk about John the Baptist later on. But, yeah. And that verse might even be in Anyways. Keep off for the week. By confessing my sin and becoming a follower of Christ, I gained a Heavenly Father who loves me unconditionally and wants only the best for me. The moment you accept God's grace by believing that Jesus Christ died for your sin and rose again from the dead is the beginning of a new life, learning to walk in God's ways. The decision to acknowledge your sin to God and become a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ is life-changing. 
The purpose of this lesson is to explain how becoming a follower of Christ affects your relationship to God. The new life God gives you is eternal and affects every aspect of the way you think, live, and relate to the world around you. This week's study will help you understand what it means to have God as your Heavenly Father. Even if you have been a disciple of Christ for years, this lesson will change you to learn new practical applications of your relationship to God the Father. <clears throat> All right, so here we go. Day one. <clears throat> it's titled, Which Family is Mine? And then it has a daily prayer focus. It says, ask God to open your heart and receive the truth of his word. Ask God to give you complete assurance of your new life in Christ and forgiveness of sin. I'm literally going to read every word because I'm just, this is kind of cool. <laughs> the Pharisees were a group of very jealous, or, my bad. Jealous might work, but it's not me. <laughs> the <laughs> Pharisees were a group of very religious Jews in Jesus' day. Many of them trusted in their religion or their spiritual well-being. They assumed that being born as Jews into Abraham's family, they were spiritually saved. Jesus openly challenged their spiritual and religious assumptions. You should never assume anything. So, first order of business here, it has these little, like, it tells you what to do, and then there's a question for it. So, it says, read John 8. So, we jump over John 8. Make sure I do this right. Ooh, John 8. Ooh. 25 to Okay, here we go. John 8. Chapter 8, verse 25 to 32. <clears throat> they said to him, Who are you? And Jesus said to them, Just what I have been saying to you from the beginning. I have many things to say and to judge concerning you. But he who sent me is true. And I speak to the world those things which I heard from him. They... <clears throat> They did not understand that he spoke to them of the Father. Then Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father taught me. I speak these things, and he who sent me is with me. Father has not left me alone, for I always do the things that please him. As he spoke these words, many believed him. <clears throat> then Jesus said to the Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Yeah. Yes, sir. Amen. Perfect. So, Reading those, let's see, five, reading those seven verses, there's a question. It says, who is the father, in quotation, 
Jesus speaks of here? And the answer is God himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Now the next one, this is kind of cool. I like doing this. It's like, I've been part of this for like eight weeks. I haven't like actually like read the questions out loud during the Bible study. I answer them. Try to. <clears throat> so the cool part is there's like no answer key for this because it's like pretty, it's, it's super self-explanatory. Like you're just answering from these chunks of scripture, you know? Right, right. Yeah, there's no answer That's, key because this right yeah, here is your, the, the Bible, Bible is your answer key. There you go. I'm going to use that tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's the answer key? Oh, I know it's right here. Boom. <laughs> so, John 33 through 38. Mm-hmm. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone how can you say we will you will be made free jesus answered them most assuredly i say to you whoever commits sin is a slave of sin and a slave does not abide in the house forever but a son abides forever therefore if the son makes you free you shall be free indeed I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. I speak what I have seen with my father and you do not, or, and you do what you have seen with your father. So, uh, how many fathers the question for this, out of this little, out of these five verses, is how many fathers do you see in verse thirty-eight? Um, I see two. Two. Yep. God Himself, and they speak of a biological. Jesus is speaking of a biological father, Abraham. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Uh, you want to take a stab with the next one, Philip? Sure. Let's see. Where are we at here? 39. Oh, I get the short one. 39 and 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works of Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who is who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. Yeah. Okay. And then the, hold on. I'm out of space here, so I got books all over the place. (laughs) Uh, And then the question is, the Pharisees thought they were safe because Abraham was their father. According to Jesus... Were they the spiritual children of Abraham? Uh, and I would say no. They were not. Ooh. Negatory. Yeah. Because if they were. Negatory. 
They would be doing what Abraham. Yeah. 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 I put uh no biologically they were, but that's it. They were spirits of death riding on coattails. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I ever like dropping names. <laughs> um let's see. All right. John eight forty one through forty you do the deeds of your father then they said to him we are not born of fornication we have one father God Jesus said to them if God were your father you would love me for I proceed forth and came from God nor have I come of myself but he sent me why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. <clears throat> Went back into a corner. Now, here's the, what, the question. Went back into a corner. The Pharisees claimed to have God as their father. Why did Jesus say that God was not their father? I put because they, they didn't love they didn't love Jesus. They wanted to kill him. Uh, in verse 37, which is a few verses back. Yeah. We're, we're pretty much dead, but uh, yeah. You know, same, same kind of principle that Jesus said about Abraham. You know, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. Yeah. Same kind of thing. If, you, if God was truly your father, then you would love me because God, your, the father sent me. I feel in verse 43, he's kind of like, it's kind of like when I talk to one of my kids and don't listen, he's just like, why do you not understand my speech? Because you're not able to listen to my word. He's like, hello? Anybody there? Jesus came on scene like, I mean, we all know, he's trying to get his point across that he is so he's fully God, fully man at the same time. So like, mm -hmm. uh, I just lost my train of thought. It was oh man, it's good too. Then, hmm. so sure, real quick. <clears throat> yeah, because in forty two, he's like, if you came. God if, well, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceed forth and came from God. So, like, they're one and the same. Make sense? Yeah. But they're not understanding. They're looking for, like, this sh shiny savior that's going to, like, just yeah they're looking for a shiny object they're not looking for what's really gonna what's gonna save them what's gonna save them it's right in front of them they're not getting it right John 8 44 
go ahead. You want to read that? Yeah. 844. I just had it. Here we are. All right. Do you, I wish I could have been there to see the look on their faces when he said this. Oh, like I, their their jaws must have been hitting the floor. So <laughs> you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He has a murderer from the, he was he was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. That had to cut deep when he said that. Oh, dude. You're not kidding. And the question is... <laughs> the question is a simple question. Who does Jesus say their, is their father? Yeah. Uh, the devil? The devil. Devil. So... That's harsh, but that's reality. Right. Yep. Yeah. But that still stands true today. I know that's another, like, what did he just say? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're, not a, you're not a believer following Christ, you know. Um, yeah. You're, uh, you're in the wrong house. Yep. It says right there, is it Romans for all of sin and falling short of the glory of God? Absolutely. So you need to repent. Yeah. Yeah, you need to yeah, get out of that house, cross the street, be like, hey, um, you know, I need help. I want to get better. I want to follow Jesus, so on and so forth. <clears throat> you know, I heard an analogy the other day. Guy was talking about, um, you know, coming to Jesus and wanting to make your life right or whatever. And the guy's like, he compared it to like, and this guy did, the guy he was talking to, he's like, well, I'm not, I'm not cleaning up. I'm all messed up. You know, I have all these problems, so on and so forth. And the guy's like, well, let me put it to you like this. He's like, when you want to take a shower. Do you get cleaned up before you take a shower? Or do you just jump in the shower? <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> like, that's brilliant. Yeah. That is the simplest analysis. Like, that's that's what you got to do. Just jump in the shower. Right. Uh, you get cleaned up while you're in there. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> it's not complicated, people. It's it's easier than taking a shower. You don't even, you know. Yeah. You don't even have to take you're just You're still fully clothed. You're not... You're not wet or anything. You're just like, it's gonna clean from the inside out. It's awesome. It's just, you know, I don't need, I can stop right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's that easy to come to Jesus. So now here's some fun. We're gonna go to First John. John, if you don't know where it is, it's pretty far back in the, it's the back of the bus, people. <laughs> pretty far. <laughs> First John, chapter 5, verses 11 through 13. Hmm. Shoo-ba-doop. Where is it? There it is. 
All right. Um, and this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is, this life is in his son. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. These things I have written to you who believe in the name son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. That's awesome. Why is that not highlighted? I'm highlighting it right now. There we go. Done. Boom. <clears throat> so, the question here is, these verses divide all humanity into two groups. Those who have life and those who do not. What is the difference between these two groups? The difference is those who believe in the Son of God will have eternal life with God. That's the difference. Yep. And that's like we talked about earlier about the two houses. Like, it's those are the only two options. That's it, man. You can be in the house that's on fire across the street and just like, boy, it sure is hot here. Or you be like, ooh, I smell apple pie across the street, and that house is not on fire. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going to get some pie, and I'm going to take a shower. That's right. There you go. Yo. <laughs> All right. So now these are like questions. There's a couple – the rest of the questions here are kind of uh, they're, they're they're kind of um, I guess you chalk them up as maybe personal questions if you want, but we're going to answer them live on air. There you go. Um, there we go. Um, how would you describe your religious or spiritual background? I prefer the word spiritual maybe over religion if I had to choose either one. Mm-hmm. Religious just anyways, I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> that's my choice. <laughs> um I put oh, pardon me. Mm, a little had some seriously delicious oak flank for dinner. So good. Oh, um, nice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sold on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote uh I have scrapped religion. I trust solely on the spirit and want to continually learn, grow, and understand in it. That's what I put. What do you, you got? What do you got off the cuff over there, Mister Trillmix? Uh, I would say so. As far as background, so I I think they got the uh, um the order of those words correct as far as my background goes i would say i started out um um religious and then became through the power of the holy spirit and um 
God working certain things became spiritual or um, you could substitute relationship in there. Um, so without getting too deep into my, my story, I was brought up in the Methodist church and, um, then there was a, um, I don't know what you would want to call it. We, we'll just say we left the church for various reasons and didn't, uh, so I had kind of a knowledge of God, but didn't have a relationship with God. And that's kind of where I was most of my younger life. And, uh, which, and there's lots of, uh, lots of bad things that came out of that. But, um, like I said, the grace through the grace of God and, uh, power of the Holy spirit. Um, I have come to the point now where, um, like you said, religion is, um, not an accurate word to describe Christianity, true Christianity. Um, relationship, I would say, is a closer representation of true Christianity. Um, and so, yeah, I guess that would, that would be my, my super abridged answer to that question. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I, 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 w- I would agree on the, it's relational, um, with God. He wants, he wants, he wants to know you. He wants, I mean, he made you for crying out loud, but he wants, um, he wants you to want him. Does that make sense? Like he yes. wants to, he wants to, you know, he wants to, but you need to open the door. Right. You know, after, you know, let him in or let him in. And then me, I'm just opening the door. I immediately think about going outside. So, but yeah. Yeah. I think religious, that's how it was in the beginning. It was, it was relational. Hanging out in the garden with Adam and Eve. Yes. And uh, then, it, then we screwed it up. And then it turned into religion, uh, which is, I think, essentially more or less than just like a bunch of rules that like we made up to like try to yes. make up for lost ground, if you will. Yep. And then Jesus comes on the scene. He's like, all right. He's like, Jesus is like the reset button, if you will. It won't be, you know, fully reset to get to heaven. It won't, you know, that'll be Garden of Eden style, I think. You know what I mean? You're literally being the presence of God. That'll be awesome. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, spiritual. Spiritual, spiritual. It's all spiritual. I think they should have swapped spiritual for relational. Or maybe the two can go together. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Maybe a loose definition of spiritual. I mean, there's probably people that would argue with us over that, but I think you're right. I think you can swap those two. Yeah, I think so. I mean, this book that we're reading from, I mean, it's not... What do I want to say? I don't know. It's, it's 
nothing's written in stone other than the fact that the scripture you're reading and the answers you're giving, I believe, are. But uh, I don't know where I'm going with this, so I'm going to stop. Anyways, <laughs> I had a train, but it fell off the track. <laughs> Anyways, so the next one, next, next uh, question. Do you ever trust in your religion, personal belief system, or good works in hope of getting to heaven, gaining forgiveness of sin and eternal life? <clears throat> um, I put, I used to, like you, like you said, like you're caught up in that religion thing, like you need to do X, Y, Z, and you get one, two, three, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, uh, I, I, then I put it, I try so hard not to get caught up in that. Uh, I want, I've, I've come to, ever since last year, it's been almost a year since uh, I had my, everybody has like their, I call it their God moment, if you will. Like, oh, I, miss, I got saved on this date, or I got this on that date, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I'm always, man, I don't, I, don't, I believe. I'm like, I don't, I don't really have a date. Well, mm -hmm. not there, whatever, but I got one now, April 9th, 2022. <laughs> yeah. Well, waking up in your own pool of blood will change a man's life for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so. <clears throat> Yeah, I just, you instantly realize, like, what's important. And, uh, came a little choked up there. What the heck? Yeah, it's not about rules or this, that, the other thing. Or It's a, it's relational, man. It's like, God wants a relationship with me. Uh, it took me falling off the ladder to kind of get out of the religious aspect of it like uh, check out of that and check into the relational side of things which is it's a whole nother spectrum it's mm -hmm. right where you're supposed to pretty fantastic so <clears throat> yeah but it's yeah it's it's amazing what are your thoughts <laughs> uh, yeah i think you hit it right on the head when you at the beginning when you said that you used to i think um, there are very few exceptions, you know, there's exceptions to all of this stuff, but I think, um, the vast majority of, uh, of true, uh, Jesus following Christians, um, would say the same thing that they can recall a time when they did exactly this kind of thing, you know, um, cause there was, I mean, there was a long time in my life that you know, you hear that the, especially what like, as contractors, you hear it all the time. Oh, you're gonna have to after doing that, you're gonna have to go to church, or you're gonna have to, um, you know, <laughs> help an old lady across the street or something. You know, um, and that is that was very much my kind of my mentality was, um, like how how good can you be? And then when you would do something that was, um, you know, bad or did something that you regretted, whether it was good or bad, whatever, then you had to be extra good to make up for that bad. Uh, very, 
very much like a, a karma type of a thing. You know, you you um you get back what you put out type of a mentality. And uh it, you know, I can't say that back then that I had a real grasp of, like, uh, the the idea of forgiveness of sin and eternal life. Um, so I don't know that that was necessarily a motive, but, you know, getting into heaven, that was definitely part of that. Um, and... and and that's why that's such a huge trap is because the focus is on getting into heaven by what you're doing. But you completely forget about the forgiveness of sin part, which is, I mean, like, to say that's critical or crucial is an understatement. And then how you come by that. You know, because there's a uh, once you have an idea, a right idea of what sin is, and then you start thinking about getting, receiving forgiveness of sin. What? Once you know what sin is, you there's nothing you can do to forgive. You know, I can't forgive myself of sin. No, you can't. I mean, if you could, there'd be no point in having. There'd be yeah, no absolutely. reason to have God. Right. right. So yeah, I think in the the in the spirit of this question, yes, I have trusted in I would say probably out of all that out of those listed things, I have trusted in the in my good works in hope of getting to heaven for sure. You know, it's it, Yeah. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I can look back and say, yeah, I had absolutely zero knowledge of of what it means to be forgiven of sin or what eternal life really means or uh, what heaven even really looks like or what it's what heaven getting into heaven really means. Um, and, you know, it's it's kind of on par with the good works thing. You know, you do good work. So you expect you in hopes of getting into heaven and getting and getting good things. Like, you know, you, you get to heaven and you're rich and you're get to lounge around all day, whatever, you know, and the idea of being in the presence, the very, the actual presence of God for eternity, that was not even on my radar. Yeah. <clears throat> Next question. Kind of, I think we kind of maybe answered that one a little bit already. Which of these two broad groups did you belong to before putting your trust in Jesus Christ? Mm -hmm. um, I was probably... I put I was more of a rule follower for the longest time than actually just trusting Jesus. So I was, I probably fell more into the religion, making air quotes here, <laughs> religion category than anything, you know? Because mm -hmm. it's just like, well, you know, 
gone to church forever and a day and you're just like you never you're just like mm, you know you do this this and this or blah 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 um but hopefully you know somewhere you have a god woman if you will or someone speaks into your life about like hey um it just kind of, you do like a 180. You're like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, we just talked about <clears throat> essentially religion versus relationship for the past few minutes. So, um, yeah, I fell into the religion group for a long time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, now that you, like you said, have hindsight, you're just like, well, you look back and you're like, well, there's, there's the problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's just like, no wonder Christians get a bad rap for all kinds of things. Because I'm like, that. I keep looking behind me. No one can see that. But I'm like, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you're not, you've kind of like, you've got up, pretend it's like a train track, tra- a rail yard. You got off that track. And now you're on, you're on, you're on, a, you're on, a, you're on a different track, if you will. Mm-hmm. And it's clear. You're like, oh. This is what, oh, okay, it's clear to go. There's no nothing stopping me, you know? Yeah. So, I've, you know, you've, um, you're, so now you look back and you see people are like, um, what are you doing? Are you, are you coming or are you just going to stay where you're at? You know? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's just, I kind of want to say it's almost two ends, two different options and spectrum. But I mean, um, and don't when I when I and, and me talking here, I'm I'm not saying I'm not trying to sound boastful or conceited or anything by any means. But it's like it's a whole, it's a whole nother setup. It, there's there's I don't want to say there's no rules, but there's a uh, rules isn't the right word, but uh, I can't think of what it is. But like, I mean, you just, you just follow Jesus. You're just like blazing a trail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's wild. It's, it's amazing. You're just like, I'm just like trying to get other people to go. With and they're like, well, like, you've accepted. I feel like maybe people get stuck. Like, all right, you've accepted Jesus Christ, so you like you don't do what you used to do, but you got a whole other set of you've you've given yourself a whole other set of rules to like. Uh, to like live by. I heard someone say a couple weeks ago. Um, if you take, like, once you become a follower of Jesus, you have all these, like all these doors open up, if you will, like you have all these opportunities now to like, like worship Christ and worship God and do all these super cool things. But if you take all those things, I wish I could remember how it went, like those are some of the things. Like if you take all those things that you like, you have the opportunity to do now, 
and you make it and you turn it into like a chore and a set of rules and like a list, it's no longer, I can't paraphrase, it's no longer any fun. Mm -hmm. And now it's just turned into like a new list. That's no longer like, I want to list, you know? Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, you you just swapped one set of crappy rules for another set of crappy rules. You know, maybe crap is not the right word, but it's like, you just went from one box to another box. Right. Just get out of the box and go. Yeah. You know, you like, you have all the, all these doors. Like you can, you can do this because you believe in you do this and that, this and that, this and that. You're like, woo, go, get crazy. But for some reason, we take all that and just like, mm, we need to like categorize it, organize it, and just take our time and, Make sure we check all the boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the paper. You got all the boxes. I'm, I'm throwing on fire. Let's go. Get out of here. Come on, man. Let's rock and roll. Jesus, let's go. <laughs> yeah, after that's just me, and uh, I kind of feel like that's how it. I mean, you just think of, like all the things that happen in the Bible, and you take Paul for instance. I can't remember what city it was, but like they're going from city to city, town to town. He goes to this one city. And they like literally stone him and drag him out for dead. They literally think he's dead. They drag him outside the gates. And all his the people that are with him, they're like, I mean, I think they're like literally, they think he's dead. They're like, well, what are we gonna do now? And Paul gets up and walks back into the city. Are you serious? <laughs> and we're about, well, what is that person lying behind me gonna think? I'm like, who gives a rip? I mean, look what Paul did. Right. They killed the dude. Oh, my God, he's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Remember that? He's like, whoa. <laughs> Are you worried about, like, oh, what is, what, you know, you just worried about, just, and we're all guilty of it, including myself, but I'm like, those things, I, I think about those things, but what if, what if I just pulled a Paul right here and just went bananas, you know? So what? I don't know. That's what I call it. I just, I'm like, what if I pull, pull the paw? I'm not close anymore. Kind of getting tired of it, but it's like, you know, that's, that's what it takes. That's what it takes. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We worry so much about the silly little things like, Oh, what is so-and-so going to think? Or I might be late for something. Or I don't, what if you are late? Huh? Better to be late than have a person that you had an opportunity to talk to, like die later that day. And, Yep. They don't get to go to heaven. I know it sounds crazy, but that's reality. Yep. We're all, and we all miss those opportunities all the time. I, I, I admit it. I do it. I'm, I'm like, sometimes I, I have a conversation. I'm like, man, I could have totally just interjected God right there. Just mm-hmm. conversation could have went somewhere else. But I botched it because I wanted to, I don't know, had an errand runner, I had a meeting, blah, 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 or go cut firewood or overrun those are all things like i just said like i me 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 it's all about me yep absolutely gotta gotta stop those i know it's tough it's hard there's days right frustrated because i'm like it's three in the afternoon man i still gotta run like eight miles let's go i don't drive it i get really upset and i'm like that was dumb i'm an idiot and you end up apologizing to somebody about something but I'm just rambling now, but I'm just being real. I'm like, are we really worried? Should we really be that worried? 
I mean, Jesus died on the cross for us. We got Paul just doing wild stuff, shipwreck, getting stoned to death, just getting back up, going to cities. Nobody here. I don't know. Where are those people? Where are they at? I want to be one of those people. Mm-hmm. I know it's super scary, but why not? What the heck? I just don't care anymore. I don't. Maybe everybody needs to have like a whole boatload of near-death experiences. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not better than anybody else. No, I just don't care anymore. Kind of. Sorry, I didn't ramble on. What do you got? What do you got? I didn't even let you answer the question. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's all good. Yeah, it's good stuff. it's good stuff. Uh, I'm cuckoo for Christ. That's right. That's right. I'm cuckoo boss. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't even know. Like, um, so I I. I was in the other group, you know, the good works in hope of getting into heaven. Um, I don't, because I, I didn't have, you know, I just had a very, um, uh, very basic knowledge of who God was. And, you know, like the, the kids stories that we talk about, on the on the show every once in a while that you know we actually talk about the legitimate story not the kids version of the story that's watered down to where it's not even a really a shadow of itself um and and then there was that long span of time that that we didn't go to church and so i was left with that you know, uh, infant kind of basic knowledge of, of God and Christianity. And then, and then that was it. And, so it was always to me like being, being a good person or, um, uh, you know, I didn't have the the traditions like um, somebody that uh, grew up in like the Catholic Church that has all these different uh, things that like confession and and um, excuse me the uh, communion and you know all the different things that that all these different religions participate in or practice. Uh, I didn't have that really, you know, we did, we used, we did communion and things like that in the, at the Methodist church, but you know, that at that point I was so young, that was just, you know, they didn't, it wasn't as big of a deal as it was, as it is now, because, you know, I was so young, I was just a little cup of juice and a piece of bread i thought it was a cool snack in the middle of a uh, sunday service you know <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. It's regardless of which one of those two you came from, I guess for me, I am I am just thankful that I'm not in that group anymore and um And that that is not the end all be all of my beliefs anymore is, is, I mean, that's a lot of pressure to put yourself on is you have to be good enough. You have to, um, you have to earn the fa You have to earn whatever favor you're going to receive. Um, uh, which is, a, it is a very depressing place to be and, um yeah that's uh, yeah yep all right last question what are three specific ways actions and or words you can thank god today for being your heavenly father i wrote i thank him for peace learning to stop and think about things before acting wisdom and everything is his time not mine patience hmm. so those are yeah Yep. Lots of wisdom. Because, like, ever since I fell, <clears throat> like, I, I, I probably have this till the day I die now. Um, have permanent, well, I, don't call, I don't know if it's permanent, but I'm like, we'll talk about the long term right now. It's just been almost a year. So, like, front part of my skull, like the front, uh, over the, the left eye, like the front quarter of my skull is like, it's like half numb, if you will. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like numb, but not numb. So like, I could never wear a, well, you know, if I got an ATV or something, I couldn't wear a helmet or a bike helmet. Um, I could kind of wear a bandana like I used to. Which kind of bothers me because like that was kind of my trademark, mm -hmm, right? <laughs> but uh, sometimes I can wear it. Don't tie it too tight. But uh, yeah, so that that gives me like that's slowed me. I don't know. That is totally slowing me down a little bit. Just because, uh, like some people, are like oh, I have this, you know. A little thing on my mirror, you know, a little Bible verse here, or a little trinket there. I don't know. I have like a, I'm literally like a numb head and a scar above my eye. It's just like, that's my permanent reminder of like, hey, 
look who's in charge. <laughs> right. Let's think about things before we do them. You know, maybe I shouldn't do X, Y, Z. I don't know. I haven't done anything really stupid in quite some time. So <laughs> um, it's been a while. I think the dumbest thing I've done since then is like we were chasing elk and we've been wanting to go down to this draw. And we're like, finally, we just, my buddy one day, he's like, what do you want to do today? Which direction are we going? I'm like, we're going down in this draw. And uh, he's like, all right, let's go. So we went down and the vegetation was so thick, dude. I kid you not. Like, we, like, if it wasn't for the vegetation, we would have had to like literally rappel down. It was that <laughs> steep. It's like, and it was so thick. We, were, I mean, he was probably, I don't know, maybe like a couple yards in front of me. Like, you couldn't, we couldn't see each other. It was straight down. Couldn't see each other. Full packs, bow in one hand. Yeah, it was like that's the only thing like literally kept you from like, like literally falling off the face of this thing. It was wild. It was. Uh, remember when we climbed Thunder Mountain? Yes. And I was just we ended up on like practically like that rock face. We had to like lean forward to get a drink. Yes. Imagine that with solid vegetation, and we couldn't see each other, and you had a full pack, and you had a bow in the other hand. Yeah. That's what it was like. Wow. That's us. <laughs> yeah, we got it But we got down it. We're like, oh, it's, we, okay. When we got down, he got there, he got to the bottom like a couple minutes Friday. So he's sitting on a log and I pop on and he's like, he's like, I don't remember what he said, but I'm like, so that's how not to get down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's probably, probably, probably the dumbest thing I've done since. Yeah. I told my wife, she's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, really? I don't need to answer that question. (laughs) Yeah, right. I was like, you picked this. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Yeah, patience and wisdom. Yeah, that's my answer. What you got? Um, So... I, uh, when I, when I read this, this question, you know, it, what are three specific ways, actions and or words you can, that you can thank God today for being your heavenly father, uh, I, I immediately, the first thought that came to my mind was, was, um, just the absolute amazement and awe that And the, and this is what I w- I'm, what I thank him for on a daily on a daily basis, that 
he wants, like we said earlier, he wants a relationship with us. Like, he is, like, not, we could get into this whole talk about, you know, the Trinity and the differences between God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, all these kinds of things, but that he is the creator of the universe. He is, um, and all those big words that we've talked about in the past, omniscient, omnipotent, you know, omnipresent, all these things. Uh, is so big and so um so powerful and infinite that you I mean we can't even begin to wrap our mind around um the the actual being of God you know you can't we can't even begin to describe him we with any form of accuracy um and that that entity, that that person, that whatever you want to call him, that power that created the universe, that created everything on earth, wants a relationship with you and me. And if that doesn't make your skull crack to think about that, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what will. Um... <clears throat> And so that's that's one of the first things that, you know, in my my daily prayers and things like that is just um, first and foremost, just (laughs) thank you, God, for wanting a relationship with me. Thank you for um, uh, uh, not just saying nah he's that's pointless to go after that guy he's not gonna do anything anyway whatever just and turn your turn his back and walk away it and for not doing that for constantly pursuing us for constantly uh uh showing us his magnificence for, uh through nature through um uh other people and that kind of thing um and i think one of the ways that um that i've been you know trying to say thank you is you know in our small way is um seeking after him more yeah getting into the word more and trying to um uh, uh just i i've been trying this whole meditation thing and just trying to meditate on his word and um just just on him in general and and then like you said uh, just being thankful for the things that he does give us you know um uh, 
patience and mercy and grace and um uh and not just giving us those things but giving us those things in such abundance that it overflows out of us uh is another uh just amazing thing So I don't know if that was three or not, but that's that would be my kind of general answer for that one. Oh, that works. Yeah, that's your answer. I mean, it can't be wrong, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, that's good stuff, dude. This is, uh, this is, I like it. So, This really facilitates good conversation, and yes, but it, to for me and hopefully others, it just uh, gets you uh, just gets you uh, buried in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a great facilitator. Love it. Absolutely. So, with that, that uh, yeah. That's day one, people. Um, but I, I don't know what to say. It's like I, like I just stated. It's, um, it just kind of starts at the basics, and you just work your way through it. And the further you go, I mean, it doesn't – I mean, it gets – I don't want to say it doesn't get more complicated, but it, it brings things to the surface and – just kind of sifts everything out, gets down to the nitty gritty. So like you have a much better understanding of things mm-hmm. uh, as you move along and you kind of, uh, you kind of move, it, the book keeps you moving forward. You like day two like we just touched on day one day two which we'll probably do next time uh talks about how to get out of the wrong family and you know letting my letting god love you just it's it's just amazing in lesson two it talks about god's sacrifice for you and i i really can't emphasize more as it's such a simple devotion to do and i'm really excited to do it in our podcast now because it's like it it literally just lays the foundation for everything it just lays it out there and we're just we're going to build uh Build everybody a little spiritual house, if you will. I don't know else how to put that. I mean, just brick by brick. Every every day is a brick. You just you learn, you learn something new every day, and it gets you in the Bible. Um, there's days where you're jumping around the New Testament, old, you know, you're flipping back and forth. So like, now you're learning like what's in the Bible. You're actually learning the Bible. You're like flipping from book to book. You're. Mm-hmm. You're learning what's better, so on and so forth. So it's really fantastic. I don't care if you're new 
to Jesus or you've been around for a long time with Jesus, uh, I think this book would pretty much suit anybody. I would recommend it to everybody. I know we just did one day one of the first week, but uh, there's so much information here and I really thought it was cool how we like, we answered the questions from scripture, but then we read aloud the personal mm-hmm. questions and we answered out loud, which is, I mean, as equally important as doing the scriptures. So if someone does have a problem or doesn't quite understand something or doesn't even know what to say, you know, they should, hopefully you're you're with someone that um, you can confide in and be like, hey, you know, I, I don't quite understand this or this is what I put. What do you, what did you put? You guys you can converse and talk about it. Cause like, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like if you were in a Bible study and you're just like, well, those are personal reflex questions and we're just going to skate those. I don't know. Me personally, I guess that's a judgment call on how you want to answer those. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. But yeah. For me, I, I don't care. I'll answer them. I'll put them out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be to help somebody. Like, oh, well, you know, give somebody something to think about. Yep. You. I, I, well, you were talking. I was thinking about what you were saying. And I was like, so it's, it's good in. It's good information all the way around. Yes. So, you know, yeah. So, so that's day one. I'd say in a nutshell, but that's not a nutshell. That's, that's, we're working our way up the tree, people. (laughs) (laughs) So, I I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, I I love doing it. I'm going to be kind of sad when this book is over. I'm just going to have to keep doing it with people. I get, I think that's the ultimate goal. Well, the Bible, our Bible study, like that, I personally do with uh, that I go to on Monday is like to make it all the way through this and then share it with somebody else. But I'm, um, I'm just so over the moon about it. I'm just like, why not just share it over the podcast with the whole world? Blah blah blah. Yeah, so absolutely, check it up notch. Tell my pastor because he's he runs the Bible study. I'm like, oh, because he's like. Right. The goal is to share this with people. I'm like, well, I just shared it with like five billion people. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyways, it's great. I love sharing. Don't care. Kind of have working on my Paul attitude where I just don't get a rip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, you know it's, yeah. like you just you keep the the main thing the main thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what it boils down okay. to. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just really excited about it. Yeah. I try not to get. I don't know, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. So I'm like, I'm excited about this, especially coming from a guy who hates reading. So, I mean, I get tongue tied. I don't even like to read Doctor Seuss books. When my kids <laughs> force me to. <laughs> anyways people rambling i hope you enjoyed it i hope you get something out of it i really think 
I feel like we should just keep continuing to doing it, and it's going to be fantastic. And I think God's going to do awesome stuff with it. So there it is. Yep. Second that. 100%. Uh, so let people, we love you. God, God loves you. you. I always told your line. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, man. Oh, Sweet. before we take off, I, we should probably uh, plug the uh, the radio station once. Uh, if you're listening to this live on the radio station, share that radio station with your friends. Um, and if you are not listening to, if you're listening to this after the fact um, on a pod- podcasting platform, the link for the radio station will be in the description of this of this podcast. So go check it out. It just plays random stuff like podcast, some of our podcasts, and we got some Josh Schneider music on there. Um, we got I'm not sure what else it plays on there, but anyway, go check that out and uh, be watching for the next. We'll try. I think we're gonna try to do this. Maybe live every week on the radio station. Yeah, and I'm down with that. Try to grow that a little bit. So, with that said, like we just said, <laughs> uh, hope you enjoyed it. Share it with everybody. Yeah. Until next week, people. We love you. God loves you. There you go. Peace. Yeah, peace out. <laughs>